Hello guys, my name is Lelo. Welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. This week on the show, I am chatting to uh, a few of my friends, the guys that I traveled to Lamu, Kenya with in Feb. Um, I think that holiday is one that I will never ever forget. Firstly, because it is the last trip that I went on before travel stopped, before the coronavirus, you know, interrupted our lives. And it was also the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful places that I have ever set foot on. It was tranquil, peaceful, um, just so rich in culture. And I, I enjoyed myself and I really cannot wait to go back again. And it is one of those places that I think you should do at least once. Look, if you can do it only once and be happy, then wow. I, I can't relate. I cannot relate because I definitely cannot wait to go back to Lamu. So um, let me not, uh, you know, take up all the time. I'm going to just let the guys to just tell you their experience. So they're going to be sharing. I'm, I'm going to be well asking them questions about what they enjoyed about Lamu, what they didn't like, you know, getting there and the highlights and so on. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, it will be with uh, Sylvia, with Lisole. Uh, Keleto, Sipiwe, and Sechaba. So I have never <laughs> before <laughs> had five guests on one episode, and this was uh, handled via Zoom, but I think we did uh, pretty well. So yeah, I look forward to hearing your feedback on whether um, this conversation inspires you to visit Lamu. If not, also check out the, the thread. I did a thread on Twitter uh, under the hashtag 21 days, 21 destinations. And I think if you just check, if you just search for at Miss Lelo B and Lamu on Twitter, you will find the thread. And also, obviously, I posted dozens and dozens of pictures on Instagram under Chica Travel Lamu. So, yeah, guys, enjoy this conversation. And, yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, you're going to be considering to go to Lamu once the lockdown is over. Let us know. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. <laughs> Hey Lelo. Hello. How are you guys doing? Hey Lelo. So I'm doing something I haven't done before. I've got three people on the podcast today and we are all recording on Zoom. So this is like uh, really, really weird for, for everyone involved. So I've got Spiwe uh, who is returning, a returning guest. Hi Spiwe. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes. I'm a returns. I'm a returns. <laughs> What I like about you being here is that you and when you came to the podcast, we said we're gonna to travel together, and then we did actually travel together. And then when we when we went to Lamu, so we kept to our promise. Yeah, but also you must tell them how I hijacked your trip. <laughs> we will get into that just now. And then we've got uh, Sichaba. Hello, Sichaba Moy. Hey, how are you, Lelo? Awesome. Thank you for um, joining us today. And then Sylvia. Hello, Miss Kenya. <laughs> hey, finally, I'm on the Chica Travel pod. Dreams come true, guys. Dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we've been talking, even when we were in Kenya, actually, we said we wanted to record and then we couldn't. So I know exactly yeah. what we are going to do. Uh, yeah. Now you are here. So, guys, we all decided we are going to Kenya, to Lamu. Sylvia obviously lives in Kenya, you live in Kilifi. Uh, but I want to ask Sichara, I'm going to start with you. 
What made you decide to join? <laughs> okay, let me keep it PG. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, 2020 for me was going to be my year of travel because I've, I haven't traveled much. I've never actually been into travel. Um, but when the year began, I decided no, because last year I did a lot of local travel, um, so domestic travel, and I decided no, I must actually get um, some international trips under my wings. So when I heard about the Lamu trip, definitely when I knew who was going um, and, I, and I researched the place, I definitely wanted to go, just for the experience. I've done some traveling in Africa for fishing trips, um, but never anything like Lamu. So it, 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 was, it was an experience I definitely wanted to have. Oh, nice. And then, uh, Spiwe, Wena? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I think <laughs> for me, it's one of those things that personally, I don't miss an opportunity to travel. So I always prioritize traveling, right? So no matter what, I need to travel. So I think for me, it, it was one of those uh, situations where I think you sent a tweet out was it early this year? I think in January. Yeah. That you wanted to go to Lamu. Yeah. I was like, please do not leave me behind. Right? Without knowing there's a, a bigger group and this conversation started obviously in December. But I was like, please don't leave me behind. I will make something work. And things happened. And then Kenya happened. Right? So, and also because for me, like Chaba, I wanted to travel, right? But I wanted to do more of Africa because my travel list is very much European, right? So I wanted to have a bit of Africa and connect with Africa on that level. So I think I wanted to just, you know, create this opportunity to make Kenya and Lamu happen. So Sylvia, you live in, uh, you live in Kilifi, which yeah. in Kenya, and you have been to Lamu before. So yeah, I have been once. Yeah, what made oh you only you only went once before? Yeah, I've only been there once. My first time was last year, and my second time was this year with you. For someone who travels, no, right? I know that's embarrassing, girl. <laughs> is, it, is it a shame? I feel like we I feel like we don't do local travel like we should. It's a bit of a shame, you know. When it's back door, you sort of say that, oh, you know what? I'm gonna get a chance to go there anyway. It's just there. Uh, I went to the Mara for the first time last year. It's like I've been to all these places and I haven't been to like the Mara and Lamu was also my first time last year. So it's a bit of a shame how we sort of take for granted what we have uh, at uh, our backyard, like so to say. So now, if you went to Lamu last year, what what is it about it that made you want to go back again this year? Um, I think just there's a vibe that is this chill, relaxed vibe about Lamu and. Um, you, I've traveled with you and it's always so much fun. So when you told me you're coming to Long, which is like a 15 minute flight away from where I am, I was like, I definitely, definitely 15, not 50, 15. It's literally here. So I was like, definitely I have to join in. I love Lamu. It's such a quiet place. The way they've, they've tried to preserve some of the, you know, olden architecture, uh, keeping with the traditions. And I, I don't know, it's just a different, I live on the Kenyan coast, but it, it has its own vibe, its own unique. Any other place on the East African coast I compared to maybe Zanzibar, uh, Stone Town. But yeah, I love Lamu because it's a very unique spot on the Kenyan coastline. It is actually a lot like uh, Stone, Stone Town. Stone Town, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, and then um, Chaba and Spiwe, for you getting there, what was what was that? What was it like? Because we flew from Joba to Nairobi, and then Nairobi to uh, to Lamu. How how was that experience for you? Wow, getting there. Let me try to remember. I know I, the airport, <laughs> the trip to the airport was <laughs> was dramatic because we were flying there. Um, yeah, we we're running a bit late. I remember that. Um, From Nairobi to the airport. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the drive to the airport, we were running late. Got to Wapa, once we were at the airport, sorted. Um, the wait um, in the lounge, I think, what was that when we, we, we did we wait in Joburg? In Joburg, yes, in Joburg, we remember we the and we went to the uh, slow lounge and oh, yeah. we had food and then we just got that nice food. It was two in the morning, I remember. Yes. Um, it was fun though, because the excitement was still very high. So, yeah. Um, it, it, it didn't feel long as well for me. I enjoyed the flights, that, uh, both flights there, the connecting flight as well. Um, the only issue is I remember I was a bit sick. Um, I was coughing and I was worried because that's when the coronavirus was starting to get into the media. So I was worried about being banned from getting into Kenya. But other than that, I can do it. I had to hold it. <laughs> we were lucky because when we came back, then this whole corona thing immediately yeah. So we were it like, felt like it was literally the week after then everything just blew up. We're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could have been stuck in Kenya, which would have not been a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, I would have been holiday mode, but yeah. But I definitely <laughs> enjoyed I enjoyed the flap. Both flights there I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, can you yeah. imagine yeah. If, we were, if we were locked down at Sydney uh, <laughs> House? <laughs> oh. That would be beautiful. We'd, we'd probably have like thousands and thousands of photos and videos. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the people, what was your experience of just the people and the culture? Oh, well, I, I think uh, for me, let's start with the, the, just getting there was an experience, right? Because yeah. you, you take a flight from Nairobi, you go, you go to Malindi, right? So you take this very small flight with like probably like 15 people. And I think it was probably the, the smallest flight I've ever been on. I'm thinking, yo, okay, this is an interesting flight. And then you, you do a stop over there, and then you go to Lamo, which is about uh, 20 minutes or so, right? It's very quick. And then you get to the airport, and then you have to then take a boat from the airport to the mainland. So what people don't know that in Lamo, there's no cars, right? So you basically have to move around with, with boats. And I think for me, that was one of the most, interesting experience for me, right? Not seeing cars, not being in traffic, just having to use boats just to get around and looking how people use boats as a mode of transport. Very, very different to a life of subways and Ubers and all of that stuff. So it was quite interesting for me. I think for me that was the, the thing that kind of set the trip for us to say this is going to be quite an experience and it turned out really well. Awesome. And then, and then, Sylvia, you, you mentioned a bit about um, the, 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 the culture and the people in, 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 in Lamu. But because you are from, from, from Kenya, I'm going to ask Keleto this question. Keleto just joined uh, the conversation. So, hi, Keleto. Hello, hello, hello. 
So, okay, so what was your what was your impression of you know the people and just the culture? What was your experience and your impression of of, of everything? Um, I think the people there are very very friendly. Um, they are slightly more friendlier than South Africans, I would believe. Um, the culture is very rich. Um, I think they're still very much in the olden way of doing things. I mean, the fact that there's hardly, there's actually no cars on that island at all. For me, that was quite surprising. Coming from Tobik, where we live in traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, Sylvia, any, any, anything that you, I don't know, particularly about Lamu that's different uh, to where you live. You know, you know, he said he said about the culture and the and the having no traffic. But then I'm I'm sure you guys have been to Nairobi to know that this is a completely like Lamu is a completely <laughs> different place in Kenya. Like that. So um, I think sometimes you just want to go and just have uh, some peace, some quiet. Where I live um, in Kilifi, it's a resort town. It's a you know typical beach typical beach vibe, you know, sometimes you're tourists and locals who go on the beach. It's it's not a very touristy place, but what makes it different, I think it's the, you know, the, the island setting, the fact that, you know, the you don't have like a proper beach, but yet you can access the sea and, and take a boat around the island because I don't live on an island. So it's, yeah, it's, it's you know, there's an island vibe that you can't get just because you're, you're living next to the ocean. There's a there's a different vibe to it, so that makes it different for me. And also the the traffic. We could also do it a little less of traffic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody wants traffic. So so we we stayed in uh, in Old Town, uh, but then we did you know go to Shella. And I want to ask you guys. Maybe I'll start with you, Chaba. But mm-hmm. like, if you were to go back. Uh, would you go and still stay in Old Town or would you want to go stay in Shella and why? Um, definitely Old Town again. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just like, I like being part of the culture. I like being part of the community. Um, I feel like uh, Shella, the new town, it's, it, it look, it's similar to Old Town, but you can tell it's, it's been built almost for a specific purpose for tourists. So it's, it, it seems more familiar. So it's like going to a local resort here in Joburg or like a wedding venue. Um, it, it gives me that type of feel. Whereas Old Town is authentically people living and you become part of, part of the culture. I actually remember even when we were walking around Old Town, um, seeing school kids walking in a single file um, wow. in school. And like that, that for me was special. You see people actually living their lives um, I remember we got to go into one of the houses as well. Um, for me, that's special. You, you actually feel like you're part of, um, of, of, the, of the culture and you get to learn something. So for me, definitely Old Town. Um, New Town, I'll still visit for the photo. It's beautiful. But um, Old Town is so authentically real. And I, that's what I like about it. Okay. And then is there anyone in the group who would want to stay in Shela next time? Anyone? <laughs> I think well, if, we can find, if we can find a house as gorgeous as the one that we stayed in, Ooh. then I won't mind. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that's a challenge about us ever going back to Lamu. It's like, where else are we going to stay? That's going to be better than <laughs> in any house. 
And you guys, you are so lucky because that house is authentically Lamu. It's like to the tea, the decor, the style. It's like that's that's Lamu right there in that Kinoni house. And the owner, the owner, I spoke to the owner on on what on email. I don't know if I, I told you guys. And he said, anytime we want to go back, we are welcome. So I love that. Hey, we must take that. We must take him up on that offer. Absolutely. That was after I sent him the video of us in the house. Oh yes. <laughs> like, oh. Video as well. Yeah. Okay. So. I want to ask you guys about um, Jose, what were your highlights? So I'm going to start with uh, Spiwe and then Kelezo and then uh, Sylvia and Chap. What were your highlights, um, Kelezo, of being there? Um, no, it's very hard to pinpoint and pick one. Um, but weird enough, I think the name of that resort is um, just on Shela, off Shela, Magic. where we. Is it Magic? Magic. Magic. Yeah, Magic. yeah. That that evening for me was quite epic. Like I, I just stands out right up on top there. Um, I think also when we also walked, there was a day where we walked for a good hour, an hour and a half, where we had oh, a, a, a tour guide. Yeah, that for me was also quite a big highlight because we we literally got to see Lamu for what it has to offer. Um, being able to walk into those houses and see how those people live. <laughs> um, like what Chaba was saying earlier as well, like that, that was really, really enriching. <laughs> so, Lisole decided to grace us with his presence. Lisole Dumela, hello. <laughs> hello, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. So, we want to find out what your highlights of the trip to Lamuwe. I guess, uh, is the tour that we took. I forgot the guy's name who took us around. Yeah, the tour, the walking tour of, of the walking tour, yes. That was actually my highlight, one of my highlights, and I guess also shooting the, the Lamu video that went viral. Yeah. Yes. Those are those are the two. And I was also abused, I must say. People must know that I was abused. Hi hey, <laughs> Please specify, please specify who abused you because there wasn't all of us. I was, I was, I was abused. By who? And there's so many beautiful photos that Lego and, <laughs> and Sylvia can't stop posting. Yes. But it was worth it. It was worth it. Guys, you know how many, I have so many Namu pictures that I have not even posted. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. Sylvia, what were your highlights? <laughs> For me, without a doubt, as a Dow sunset, just sitting on the Dow, watching the sunset, going on that cruise, listening to the DJs and the, the in-house DJs playing the music and just being with you guys, I was like, the highlight for me. The Sunset Cruise was definitely my highlight. And then going into that uh, floating bar at God knows what time in the night it was so dark and we were dancing and in the middle of the ocean. Ah, oh, so much fun. I could do that all over again. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That was my highlight. That was my highlight for me. Just floating there, just being with you guys and seeing the whole of Lamu from a distance was, was quite cool. Yeah, I can, I can also add that. Um, uh, also, when we were riding back to the house, how calm the water was in the dark. 
That was beautiful. Oh, was yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Was yeah. it the water or the shooters? <laughs> no, it was, it was both. <laughs> it was both. <laughs> so I also think that the stuff you guys mentioned, particularly the, the Dow crews, I really, really enjoyed that video, the sunset. Oh, I think that's definitely something everybody that goes there should, should experience. Um, whether, was there anything that disappointed you that you, you thought... Hmm, Anything that was a letdown? Um, I think for me, not so much a letdown, but um, because of the economy of Lamu and, and everyone doing the same thing. So everyone is some sort of guide or assistant um, in Lamu. Um, people end up fi almost fighting over your business. And for me, that, that's... That feels a bit sad that people need to, yeah. to turn some people down. You need to, and they can be very pushy. So you need to be stern sometimes when you turn them down um, because you've committed to someone else. If you're too nice, you end up committing to too many people. That's how you end up in trouble. Yeah. Like that. Um, but uh, but, but uh, for me, that, that, that was the biggest letdown. I almost wish that they had some sort of system for people to, to take turns in terms of helping the tourists. Yeah, uh, but other than that, for me, it was it was so it was authentic. It was such an authentic experience. I don't think there was anything that was left out. Maybe uh, the fact that we went there for an entire month. <laughs> 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 we wish. But other than that, I was extremely happy with um, with the Lamu trip. Um, everything was an experience. Uh, some things were, weren't as comfortable. As a be back at home, but that's part of the experience for me. So that, that's, that's that's actually what I enjoyed the most about it. It was completely different from what I'm used to now. So I want to ask Sylvia. So you did. There are some things that you did that you didn't do when you went this time. So when you suggest activities that people should definitely do when they go to Lamu, what are some of the things that we that they definitely have to do? Like if you had to give like two or three things that you have to do when you travel to Lamu. Okay, so definitely do the walking tour in Old Town. That's like that's how you get the vibe. Interact with the people. Um, I think that a walking tour is definitely um, something you need to do in Lamu just to feel the energy and get a feel of how people live. Um, the sunset cruise, whether you want to do a sunset cruise like we did or you want to do a day cruise and finish it with the sunset cruise, I think that's also something that you should, um, should do. Um, Go to the beach, I think. The beach by Majlis is a nice strip of a beach there. You can go there, they have some nice beach bars on the strip where there's Majlis Hotel all the way down to the bar that we went to that was closed. We yeah, went there one night and it was, it was closed. But yeah. there's a, a strip of uh, two, three beach bars there and a nice little beach. So yeah, if you're there, uh, so those are the three things I think that people should do when they go to Lamu. And um, yeah, and Shella, I guess, when you do the walking tour of Old Town, you can mix that up with Shella. I think Lelo made it clear that there was no way you were going to come to Lamu and not see Shella. Spend a few, few minutes in, a few hours in Shella. It would not have made sense at all. And I think I was like adamant. I'm like, even if I, if it means I have to leave you guys, but I'm going to Shella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, in yeah. terms of, um, like, a lot of people always ask me uh, from, you know, the people who listen to the podcast, they want to know, 
uh, about the cost. So would you say going to Lamu is like, uh, in terms of how, how is Lamu on the pocket? Let me start with you, Gellet. Um, It was really, really not bad. I think the fact that the rand is slightly stronger than their currency helped. Um, although I think we spent a lot of money, like we spend a lot of money on alcohol. We spend a lot of money on the ups and downs, like all the um, down trips that we took. Um, yeah, even on the first day that we arrived, I think we gave our chef like, what, 15,000 or something like that to go buy us gins and all that stuff. So we spent a lot of money. However, I think if you planned and budgeted well, you wouldn't spend that much. It's actually quite an affordable trip. Anybody else with a different opinion? We all agree we spent a lot of money on alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I compare when I compare what, how much we were paying in those restaurants compared to other restaurants in Nairobi, definitely was overpriced. I, I mean, like I, we went to this place and there was a burger for like thirty dollars, I think, for a burger. But obviously, we went, of course, to like the bougie uh, touristy places. So yeah, everything it all adds up when you eat, when you want to eat the best and leave the best. It all adds up. I think it was worth it. We could have had a very very uh, cheap trip but then have a, had a different experience so we were comfortable i think you you get what you pay for at the end of the day okay and then and then soldier uh list all, okay i'm not gonna ask Chava because i owe him the app says i still owe him. <laughs> <laughs> so guys um when we traveled to lamu we used a, an app called splitwise it's such a great app because whatever travel expenses, whatever expenses, even when you go out for dinner or lunch and one person pays, you record it and you're able to split it. It calculates real time who owes who and how much. So it takes out, you know, people having to manually calculate and so on. So, Lizole, how much did you spend on this trip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much is ten thousand, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand? How much have you? I think I think all in all it could come to twenty. That much, guys. To wait. Wait. How much is how, how much is that in dollars? I always ask you guys this. How much is that in like dollars? Because I can't even I can't even check. Yo, uh, was it that guys? Is it that much? No, I need I just like well, I, I'm indifferent. Hey. How much was yours? I mean, I, I think I budgeted probably 15, 16,000. Yeah. Sylvia, that's okay, like a thousand, that's... a thousand US dollars. That's what uh, Lisa Oh, is. no. But Stewart is saying it's a Wait, including your ticket? Yes, including everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, including, including the ticket, it could be. Yeah, it could be, guys. Good. It could be. <laughs> it's but then when, when like, you no way. I think when you break it down, let's think about it. So the flights were around 7,000, right? Yeah. The accommodation could have been 3,500. So when you look at 10,000, that's covering accommodation and the flight. I think the, the spending was relative. I think it could have been <laughs> five, 6,000 extra on the spending. But being on what you were drinking. <laughs> yes, because... <laughs> <laughs> I can safely say I spent the most. <laughs> Okay, so I'm I'm gonna just 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 ask you guys. Just, I wanna wrap up on 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 Lamu quickly. So I'm gonna ask each one of you just one reason why you think um, South Africans should visit Lamu when we can travel again. Keleto. 
Um, it's completely different from what we know. So also, if you're someone who enjoys um, islands, it's definitely a bucket list. You can't go to any other island without trying Lamu. So it's definitely yeah, way up there with one of the best islands that you can actually visit that are still very authentic, uh, very little human interaction. Like there's very little that human beings have done to change it to look modern. So yeah. And uh, Lisala, will you go back? I would definitely do, and probably uh, do the uh, what do you call the, the the street walk even more. Yeah. Uh, I think I, uh, I I would I would get good con- uh, content. Hey, when I the fun for content. <laughs> 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 So definitely, so 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 Lisola's reason is go to Namu. You have lots of content, and I support that hundred percent. And then Shaba, one reason why people should go to uh, Lamu. Um, for me, I would definitely say um, it's back to basics for me. Um, it, you see how how simplicity is, is is so beautiful in terms of how people live in in the um, architecture. I mean, even so. And new buildings being put up. Um, just the way they move the bricks around, the type of bricks and materials that they use. Um, when you see the finished product, it shows you that you that expensive doesn't necessarily mean beautiful. Um, you can have something that's very simple and affordable to to build, but the end result was so beautiful. So it's just a, the beauty of it. You definitely need to see it and 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 and, have this, and capture memories um, in Lamu. Um, I think for me, it's a good destination if you're looking at uh, like a weekend away. Huh? We spent three nights there, so it wasn't like a long holiday. So if you look at, at that quick in and out holiday, and the commute, the commute, commute wasn't also bad, also depending on what which airline you use. So if you're flying like Kenyan Airways, it might be quicker, right, relative to other airlines. So I think for me, that also is a good advantage. Okay, and then um, Sylvia, since we are busy coming to your country, when are you coming to our country? I was going to be there in July, for real. I was going to come in July, then for the Durban July. <laughs> yeah, for the Durban July, but then we had a date. <laughs> I know with uh, Sechaba. Let's see, see what happens now. <laughs> okay, and, and what would you say is one reason why you would encourage uh, people that are not from Kenya to visit uh, Namo? I think it's it's one of the most beautiful places in Kenya, and I'll say something that that is caught to so many people right now, especially in social media. And uh, let's all say that content. If you want amazing photography, if you want beautiful pictures, and if you're into into all that kind of stuff, the, the photo ops in Lamu are endless, and the people there are just so kind and accommodating. So yeah. It's definitely one of the most beautiful islands in the world, if not in uh, in Africa, the most beautiful island in Africa. So, if you're if you're starting your travels in Africa or you're an African looking to travel around, then definitely Lamu has to be on your bucket list. And now there are more and more flights going to Lamu, so it's not as inaccessible as it was in the past. So, definitely pay it a visit. Okay, I I hundred percent agree with every sentiment that you said. And I look forward to going back to Lamu. I would definitely, definitely love 
Um, so, anything else that anybody wants to say about Lamu before I move on to my last question about something completely different? It's very hot. <laughs> oh, it's yes. extremely hot. Ask Chava. It is humid. <laughs> it is hot. Yeah, just be ready for that. Chava is on mute. Oh, well, well, I'll say though we do, we did go during the fairly hot it, it gets worse in 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 December and January, but it is it it you really went in like the summer of Lamu. Around yeah. now it's getting cooler, so you need to check your calendars if you. If you're not about the heat life. <laughs> I am also that I took. But I'm sorry, I, I know it was hot, but I wouldn't change that weather for anything. It was, no, it was beautiful. I mean the day spent at the pool, that was you needed heat. Um the day we spent on the tower, that was beautiful. Even having lunch at um in Shela. Um, we had such a nice table facing the, 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 the ocean. Yeah. Um, it was completely open. The whole front of the restaurant is open. So thank you for, for, for sharing about your experiences. Um, I think what I also wanted to just ask you in closing, uh, we can't travel now because of the coronavirus, you know, that has put all our plans on hold. So when we can travel again, where is the first place that you are going to book a flight to? I'm going to ask everyone this question. I'm starting with Steve there at the top. Where are you going to the, the next, the first time, the next time they tell us you can now travel, there's no more worrying about Corona, it's gone. Where do you book your fl a flight? Uh, I think for me, I'll, I'll, I want to continue with Africa. So I've, I've been wanting to go to Nigeria for a long time. So I just want to get Nigeria ticked off on the list. So that's probably going to be my next destination if Africa is still on the agenda. So Lagos it is. <laughs> yes, Lagos. Let's go. That's giddy. And Chaba, where are you going? Uh, definitely each vibes for me. Um, anywhere where I can wear my shorts and slops. Um, they, I'm, I'm thinking like Seychelles, um, maybe Mauritius, somewhere, somewhere warm. I definitely like the warm. Um, I want something a bit romantic, like something Rachel. Um, yeah. Shava, guys, was always like topless <laughs> during that. So he's like, <laughs> that's why he wants a beach <laughs> so he can go topless. <laughs> and then, Galeta, where are you going? Um, I think I'm, I agree with Spiwe. I'm, I'm still a little bit nervous about Europe and the US and stuff, so I don't see myself going there anytime soon. Um, next month is my birthday, so I actually wanted to do Namibia. So definitely as soon as they lift everything and we can travel again, I want to do the desert and ocean contradiction vibes. Wow. When in June is... What, wait, which month is this now? Oh, still yeah. in April. <laughs> What? When in May? Because I'm also May 29th. The 13th. Oh, okay. Just before. Just before. Okay. And then, Yusole, yeah. where are you going? <laughs> Besides going to heaven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 
I'm planning between Egypt and Morocco because I think that would be interesting. Uh, okay. oh, yeah. Wow. Morocco. Yeah. If I, to... I would I would love if we could organize something like that. I'm going to send you a picture from this other place in Morocco that's going to make you want to go to Morocco with your camera. Please do. Please do. Send it on the group. Yes, I'm going to send it on the group. And then so it's going to make you guys, I don't know how to pronounce it. That's why I'm going to just send it to you on the group. And then Sylvia, I'm already sold. <laughs> Sylvia, Miss Traveler, where are you going next? <laughs> Um, and look, Kellett mentioned Namibia, and I told you as well, I think Namibia is a place that I've been wanting to go to. But uh, as well, uh, there's this trip I wanted to do as well to New York, so I still think about it. I've never been to New York. It's like I keep missing it every year, just like I, I keep missing South Africa. So, I'd love to. Sorry? Sorry, we were going to go this year, and then this thing happened. We're going to go in May. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love to go to New York. I think New York is one place that I really really want to go to want the the big cities lots of people i just want a little bit of madness it's been too quiet lately mm. it's something to shake me up once, once things are back to normal yeah okay so thank you so much guys look i'm going to put your handles obviously on the description but i want you guys to just share your social media handles so that people can link the name to the handle when they see it written there so sylvia where do we find you on instagram at Sylvia Njoki, S-I, Sylvia Njoki. All right. And then Lisole? I, I don't know, Lisosa or Lisole? Which one are we following? Uh, I've got two, but I think uh, Lisole, it's Lisole underscore snap. Okay. And thank you so much for all the beautiful images. Oh, thank you so much. I was having a, a, a conversation with Naomi K. Naomi now on Instagram and she was like, oh my gosh, the pictures in Lamu. She, she was just like, she, you know, she had also traveled with a photographer. So thank you so much. Ali. You were amazing. Pleasure, yeah. pleasure. And then, uh, Chaba, where do we find you on Instagram? Um, it's at Kiaparang, K-E-A-P-A-R-A-N-G. Awesome. And then uh, Keletso, Keletso, Keletso. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Keletso, but it's uh, underscore old. Oh, so that's why Sylvia says Keletso. Yeah, Keletso. 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 Pure underscore Damini. Okay, all right, cool. So, guys, thank you so so much. This has been amazing. I really enjoyed uh, chatting to you. Actually, it's been like fifty-four minutes. So it was like a whole hour. To my podcast. Not bad. I love you and thank you. And next time we are traveling, I don't know which. Maybe to Morocco. We'll see. Yeah, I Morocco. Think that's a good idea. Yes, I, I think Morocco is a good idea. And thank you, Lelo, for booking it and planning everything. I think, I don't know if you guys discussed it earlier before I joined the chat, but we literally were having dinner at Pato's house in December. And this thing came across the table as a conversation. And then we just agreed that we're going in February, which is like literally two months later. So thank you so much for everything. Finding the houses, the Airbnbs, the flights, literally everything. 
Thank you. Thank you, guys. I really, I think that's the part I enjoy about travel, like the planning, the searching for the place. Mm -hmm. Sylvia and I were frantically looking for all the Airbnbs, but like that process of booking flights, and you guys were trusting because I was like, guys, send me money. You guys, were I know, sending money to me. Like, no, oh, you trust me that much. What if I disappear with all your, <laughs> your, your <laughs> yeah? Just we we know where you work. <laughs> yes, we know where you work. Thank we you. know where exactly in the CBD to find you. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod, hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye.